Welcome back to the program, hour number two. Good to have you on board, Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Good, good stuff. Enjoying the day today. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michael Show now fully on the network. I know coming up later on today you've got to Brewers Baseball. Uh, I can't reiterate it enough. Go to WOZN, The Zone in Madison. The Zone Madison, if you've got an app, uh, whether it's a phone, whether it's a tablet, whether it's your uh, laptop. Uh, laptop, you just go to thebillmichaels.com and you can uh, check it out. Check us out there. Uh, but that way you can still listen to the show, still watch some Brewers Baseball, all that kind of good stuff. So please uh, – Please uh, download the app, and uh, you can still listen to us, which is great because you can listen to us anywhere and everywhere if you download the app. You can listen to us on your motorcycle. You can listen to us in the shower. You can listen to us, uh, you know, anywhere in the world. So download that app, and you're good to go. And you get the show. I mean, it comes to you maybe 20 seconds of a delay, but for the most part, um, you can get us right then and there. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. A lot of things to get to. Obviously, the power surge out of the Milwaukee Brewers, which has been extremely fun to watch. Brewers going for the sweep today. And then all the discussion regarding Aaron Rodgers and possibly the uh, San Francisco 49ers jumping into the draft uh, and the trade and all that kind of stuff as to whether or not Rodgers' services could go westward. I, I just I, I know there were some questions. There's a couple of things that I want to answer because I was going through a lot of the stuff that was being said over on the live stream. Okay, the first question I wrote down here was, uh, do you still think – that uh, the Packers have the leverage against the Jets. Yes, I do. And here's the reason why. The Packers want something done now, okay? There's no doubt about that. So in that case, you can say, well, the Jets maybe hold the leverage because the Packers want it today. But it's not the end of the world if the Packers don't get a draft choice this year. They want to, but it's not the end of the world because the Packers' ace up their sleeve is if they hold this thing off until after June 1st, then they get to be they're able to split up that that money it actually gives them some uh, some cap relief now there are capologists out there you and I that say well just get rid of it all this year and then start fresh next year that you can do that but um but if you want some additional funding now then that might not be a bad way to go the other side of the coin is then after june 1st the Jets get even more desperate because they want they 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 want Rodgers in there. They want him working with the young guys. And you know, I, I mean, the other thing you got to remember is that the the Jets they don't have another quarterback. They they've they bounced their quarterback last year when you talk about Zach Wilson, and they had Mike White, and Mike White is now gone. Um, they 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 really don't have anybody else in the mix. And uh, of any viability. So you don't want your team who turned on Zach Wilson being led through OTAs, mini camps, and going into training camp with Zach Wilson if he's not your guy. So you you would start to get desperate for Rodgers to walk through that door because you don't really have anybody else. Unless, of course, you decided to jump into the Lamar Jackson mix, which then that, that – throws a whole other fly in the ointment because the the Jets, yes, I, and I know that they're the, – which follows up my next question, the Jets don't have a ton of salary cap space. They have the ability to get Rodgers in, any quarterback really for that matter, in under the salary cap. Rodgers wants to – has talked about the possibility of restructuring his deal and in addition to that, um, the um, they, they have enough uh, player personnel moves to make that they can – 
restructure deals and get Rodgers in under that salary cap. What they don't want to do is get into a guaranteed situation with Lamar Jackson where they're going to give him some kind of a $250 million deal with a lot of guaranteed money that's going to be paid right now. Um, unless, of course, you pay him minimally this year, you pay him only $20 million this year, but the guarantee is that as time goes on gets more and more and more and more. And you don't want to do that really either if you're the Jets if you don't have to. But if they went in that direction, they could. But I think that right now the Packers are still in somewhat of the driver's seat. Now, where it would get sticky is if the Jets would start talking to Lamar Jackson or if it starts to get towards training camp. And the Packers, you you don't want Aaron Rodgers. You made it clear. Rodgers doesn't want to play here. He's made it clear. Um, but once you get close to opening day, then you have a ton of money that is owed to Aaron Rodgers at that point, too. And you don't want to get into that. So both sides, it, it behooves both sides to make a deal. It's just right now who has that leverage is probably the Packers, in my estimation. And I know that New York fans will say, no, how can you say that? Because they don't talk at all about trading them after June 1st. They just talk about, well, you need to trade it now because otherwise you're going to lose out on everybody in the draft this year if you want draft capital. But the Packers are like, yeah, we want that, but okay. But it's not like it doesn't benefit us if we wait. We got benefits to both sides where the Jets don't have any benefit to the other side unless they go out and spend more money on another quarterback. So that's the reason I feel when you have – when your your worst-case scenario is keeping Rodgers until opening day – as opposed to not having a quarterback at all in your offseason in your training camp, I think uh, the, the the Packers remain in the catbird seat there. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again, 877-867-1670. Uh, this comes to us via email. Always appreciate the emails as well. Um, this is from uh, uh, RR Ram Denny. I think he said, I emailed you a while ago on the 49ers. What's the big deal about not trading in the conference when free agents go to another team in their own division, get Samuel or Kittle and uh, draft choices and pull the trigger. Um, because you don't want to trade a guy away in your conference to have him ultimately come back and beat you. It's one thing if you, you cut, if you cut them loose and they're a free agent, that's you cutting them loose. That's you saying, go get your other deal. That's fine. But what you don't want, and I, I understand what you're saying. In 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 you know, technically you're you're 100 percent correct, but you still <laughs> the worst thing in the world you could possibly do is trade a guy in your conference only to face that guy when you need to win the most, and that guy comes back and beats you, especially when you're talking about quarterbacks. You just don't it. You just don't want to do it. You know, and I I also uh, believe this that you don't want to hand San Francisco, who has been your nemesis in the postseason, that's all you need to do is hand San Francisco a championship. And I'll say this, uh, I said it earlier, I'll say it again, you're not getting Kittle or Samuel in a trade for Aaron Rodgers. You're just not. Because that would be giving you a first-rounder of all, you know, all-pro caliber that's going to continue to play for a kind of first-rounder, all-pro caliber, who may or may not play. Plus, in doing so, you weakened your team. And I, I just don't I, don't I don't, think the 49ers would do that. I just don't. I get what you're saying, but it just, it just doesn't work that way. It's kind of like the unwritten rules of baseball. You just don't trade. Unless you get an absolute haul, 
you don't do that. And if I'm the 49ers and I'm Lynch, I'm not sitting there going, God, if I bring Rodgers in and I've got him paired up with Debo Samuel and George Kittle, my run game, my offensive line, and this defense, man, we are on our way to a championship. Why in the world would I turn around and go, you know, if I just weaken this or I weaken that or if I take this piece out or that piece out that's an all-pro player and give them to the, the Green Bay Packers and we can't fill that spot and yet we bring Rodgers in and we've been significantly weakened, then it's basically what are we doing? What you want to do if you're the 49ers is we'll give you all of our threes, we'll give you a one next year and a three next year or a four next year. And at that point in time, then you're the Packers going, okay, we got to listen to this. Yeah, threes have not been, not been our, uh, our, our uh, you know, our, our staple. That's for damn sure. But maybe we could parlay that into a two, you know, <laughs> something. So they've got five threes in the third round this year, five picks. So maybe you get a couple of those for Rodgers and then a first round of the year after, and you tell the 49ers, here you go, good luck. Maybe at that point then, if you get enough of a haul for him, then you can justify it. But if you just trade them straight up and, you know, for a, a couple of draft choices, it, it ain't going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen anyway. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. to find us. Feel free. Adam says, uh, hey, guys, all this talk about Aaron Rodgers, is it overshadowing the hot start for the Milwaukee Brewers? Rodgers continues to remain quiet while everybody else spins the words around him for what is and isn't being said. Uh, at what point, realistically, do we just think this thing is finally going to be over? I went from loving Aaron Rodgers to hating Aaron Rodgers for all that he has done to the Packers and their fan base. That is from Adam. I don't hate Rodgers. I, I I love Rodgers for what he did for the Green Bay Packers. Um, but I agree with you. He and, and the interesting thing is, from the last appearance on the McAfee show, he hasn't said anything else, to his credit. Um, and he's been criticized openly about being overly sensitive and um, paying too much attention to what's being said about him and such. But I think right now um, everybody involved, his agent, the Packers, the Jets, have all said, let's just shut up. Let's just keep whatever's going on behind the scenes, keep it behind the scenes. Because you're not getting anything. You're not hearing like, hey, the Jets and the Packers talked again this week and couldn't come to an agreement. You're not hearing anything about Douglas and Gutekinst picking up the phone or flying back and forth and talking to one another or, you know, owners getting involved. You're not hearing anything since the owners' meeting a week ago. Nothing else has been stated. It's all been speculation and conjecture. Uh, I assume, I think it would behoove Brian Gutekinst to do his due diligence to see what he can get or get the most for a commodity like Rodgers and or to do right by the organization by trying to get the most for that particular player or get, at least involve another team for a bidding war. I, 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 I don't um, – I don't – I wouldn't shun him for that. But like Douglas said when he started talking about or when he was being asked about the Lamar Jackson stuff, about the Jets possibly jumping into the Lamar Jackson stuff, he said, hey, we're not, we're not going to deal dishonestly. We're not going to jump and spread rumors and jump into that to try to drive. We're just being straight up with the Packers. We're going to deal with them. This is what we want. This is what we want to do. We're going to try to work this out. If both guys are doing that, I respect them. Uh, I, I really do. But everybody's been really, really quiet. There hasn't been anybody saying anything from any of the organizations, right, Ben? And I haven't missed anything. Have I? No. No, except for owners' meetings, which was – 
going to happen. Well, yeah, a week ago. But since then, nobody has said anything. Nothing. Anything at all. Um, Brandy says, do you think that uh, Goody's actively shopping Rodgers to another team? I would expect it, right? I don't know about actively shopping. I think if somebody calls, he it, it's always good to pick up the phone and listen, you know. Um, but beyond that, I don't think he's calling teams saying, you know, hey, Rodgers is on the block. What would you give me for him? I don't think they're going to be doing that. I don't think they're going to be doing that. Um, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to call in, call in. Hit us up on the program. Uh, what else here? This is from Corey. Uh, Corey says, uh, I think uh, all this Rogers talk is becoming <laughs> it's becoming a negative aspect of the Green Bay Packers for not just pulling the trigger and getting it done. Just get it done all, already. Everybody wants to see Rodgers gone anyway. He has become a prima donna diva who doesn't know the meaning of team. Uh, I just want to see him out of Green Bay, out of Wisconsin. So, Goody, pull the trigger and move on. Get a bag of footballs for him. See, the, the problem, Corey, is that's irresponsible. That's incredibly irresponsible. You don't get a bag of footballs for him. You get He's a commodity. He's a premier player in the National Football League. And there are teams that covet him because they believe he can get them deep into the postseason and or a Super Bowl. There is a value to that. There's a value to that. You don't just kick him out the door for a bag of footballs just because you're frustrated. You know, that's that's why you thank God that a lot of fans aren't general managers because you got to sit back, you got to do your due diligence, and know when to pull the trigger. That's it. You just got to know when to pull the trigger. When we come back, we'll get back to the phone calls and everybody that's uh, kind of discussing all of this. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show right around the corner. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Boondocks, Barbecue Burgers and Brews, and they have got a lot of good stuff. The sip and the, the paint and sip event is coming up, and we talked a little bit about that yesterday, where you go out there, you do a little painting, do a little wine sipping. You can do that. Or, guys, maybe you give that to your mom or your significant other, you don't want to do that yourself. Maybe you're creative. Maybe you want to do that. But uh, get a hold of our friends at Boondocks County Road K in Oconomowoc. Go to boondocksbbqs.com, boondocksbbqs.com, or find them on Facebook. And, again, technically they're in Stonebank, Wisconsin. But Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, and they have got the new expansion across the street getting ready to open up soon as well as they continue to try to uh, rapidly progress through that expansion. But a lot of good stuff going on at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Quick trip right now, two ninety nine a gallon, limit three for quick trip milk. Which is uh, which is just awesome. For whatever reason, Quick Trip, because they do it so fresh on the daily, my God, their milk lasts a long time. Ooh, it's so good. So good. Uh, also, last night, I told you I had to uh, take off and uh, get out of here. I went to uh, to Grafton and uh, at the last minute, and I needed something to eat on the go. Stopped into Quick Trip and grabbed a couple of the chicken tenders, and I just their, their fried chicken is just so good. I, I can't even begin to tell you how good their fried chicken is. Just if you've ever put it up against any other of the uh, the chains, just 
Put them side by side. I guarantee you, you'll pick Quick Trip. It's just so good. Quick Trip, just uh, their chicken is so good. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, let's see here. Uh, John says, Goody gets $25 million after June 1st in cap relief, a second rounder this year in a deal before the draft, or $25 million and no pick this year. I am holding uh, out past the draft. That's what I'm saying. When you look at the, the, the cards that you're holding, who holds more cards? The Jets want a quarterback. They want him in camp. They want him there to start, you know, working with Nathaniel Hackett. They want him there to start working with their receivers, the offensive line, all of that. That's what they want. Okay. Moving forward, the Packers, well, they want a draft choice, but if they don't get it, they also get cap relief down the road. The Packers hold more of the cards. They're more in the catbird seat than the, uh, than the, uh, than the Jets are. That's why I keep saying, I, you know, I, I get it that people think that the Jets need to make this deal right here, right now, but really they or, – or the Packers do, but really they don't. They don't have to do anything. Uh, 877-867-1670. There's a whole discussion going on over in the live stream about who's uh, who, who had the first – what was your first car? <laughs> By the way, Brandy, mine was a Nova too. I had a straight six, three-speed on the floor. I think it was a 1969 or 1970. I don't care. Yeah, I know. I know you don't, Ben, but I did. It was badass, too. Jacked up the back, put some bigger springs on it, had uh, lights underneath it. Oh, it was cool. It was cool. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Russ listening to us in Green Bay. Russ, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for taking my call today. Appreciate it. Um, I've I've been listening to what you're saying, and I agree. I do believe the Packers have the stronger hand to play right now. And I, I don't blame Gutekunst at all for playing it the way he's playing and trying to get the very best he can. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't help but wonder, though, if, you know, if he really – he has said he would like to get the pick sooner rather than later. Right. And I can't help but wonder if he's going to just wait till draft day and see how the draft falls and see if it's worth making that trade this year to, if there's a player at that 13th pick if that's, you know, if that's part of the compensation that they really want or, you know, sometimes the plan on the board doesn't go the way you think it's going to go and maybe everybody they'd want to take there will be already gone and then they'll just push the trade off till next year. Now, I, I can't help but think that maybe there might be some of that going on. Um, I, yeah, I, I know that, uh, like I said, I appreciate the phone call. The, the, the Packers for where they're at – they, I know people want to say, oh, my God, they've got this, uh, they, they, they've got this, you know, they, they've got to get something now. Goody has stated they want it sooner rather than later. I understand all of that, but I think that is, how do I put this? I think that is best case scenario. I don't think there is this desperation on behalf of the Green Bay Packers to say, we have to do this in the here and the now. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Just my opinion. Uh, again, 877 867 
Just my thought. Uh, what else do we have here for you? This is from, uh, well, this is our buddy Jacob. Jacob says, all of the Rogers talk is making me nauseous. I want to pull my car over and throw up out of the window. Oh, by the way, if you pull over, just open the door. Don't throw up out the window. You get it on your car. He says, we just need to move on and quit worrying about what the Packers are going to get. It's time to just dump Rogers, move on. It's kind of like hanging on to an old girlfriend thinking she's hotter than she actually is. This, this quarterback has done nothing but choke in the biggest moments and keeps talking about it uh, as if he's won things other than MVPs. He's never won anything more than an MVP. It was Charles Woodson in the defense that won that championship. Rodgers didn't have much to do with it. He choked in the Bears game as well, quit acting like he's the best quarterback to ever breathe air. That's Jacob, who wants to throw up on the side of the road. I think you're a little misguided, Jacob. I really do. I get where you're coming from. But I think you're a little misguided. Um, John says uh, the Jets and the other network talking heads just can't seem to put themselves in Goody's spot. He needs to make a trade that reflects Aaron Rodgers' value or he looks foolish. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. You And, again, you we beat this dead horse. you got to get the value for what he is. And, and Goodikin said that. I think about a lot of what Goody said in that presser last week where he said, you know, look – you're talking about a, a a key piece, a linchpin. You're not talking about some, you know, second guy. You're not talking even about, suppose you had an all-pro safety or an all-pro corner, an all-pro wideout. You're, you're not talking about that guy. You've got to get something commensurate with the value of what you're giving up. The problem is that, again, all of this was made possible by the ill-timed pick of Jordan Love. Take it a step further and and think about this for a minute. If Jordan Love pans out, all of this discussion goes away. The angst, the ire, uh, the anticipation, all of it goes away because it pans out. He turned out to be really, really good. Uh, maybe the Packers won a Super Bowl. All of this goes away. But think about this discussion this time next year and the year after. If Jordan Love proves to be maybe average at best. Maybe average at best. 24 touchdowns, 18 picks, 4,000 yards. Packers end up a game under 500. Follows it up with another season, say, you know, 27, 29 touchdowns, 15 picks. Packers, again, are sitting right around 500 at best. You know, think about it then. Think about it then because you made the choice Maybe at the time you had your legitimate reasoning because Rodgers was coming off a season in which he had the broken knee. He didn't look good. You thought, wonder, you, you wondered to yourself, is father time catching up? And you made that choice. When really what you needed was another wide out. You needed more help. You needed to deal with Devontae Adams. You needed to really solidify yourself. And instead you started looking to the future. Think about the conversation next year and the year after. Maybe this is one of these 
these moments in time, Ben, when you and I write it down and we say, you know, in our in our calendars, we say on this date, this is what we said, and what if, and how bad will it be? Because if Goody has now put all of these eggs and all this angst and all this discussion into the Jordan Love basket, and Jordan Love proves to be nothing more than an average at best quarterback, how pissed are Packers fans going to be? Not only will Matt LaFleur be out the door and Joe Barry will be out the door, but at some point you would assume that Goody's out the door. Because for all the other really good picks that he's made, this, and I've said it before, this is your legacy pick. This is your legacy legacy pick. You're talking about what if love is averaged this season, correct? No, I said over the next two years. Okay. I was going to say, because there is a... What if, what if the next two years proves to be, you know, 45 touchdowns, 25, 25 to 30 picks, maybe between 37 and 3,700 to 4,000 yards, and two seasons of back-to-back records of maybe eight and nine? I think there, there are questions to be asked as to how we got to that point and why. Right. Uh-huh. If the line sucks, or if if the running back room's banged up, or if there are no receivers, but yeah. I mean, the worst case is again they're not financially tied to him long term. So the worst case is now you know you know he's not the guy, and then you're able right. to if he's that bad and the team struggles, you're able to be high in the draft to get a new quarterback. Right. And I know I'm I'm kind of just giving you numbers because there's a lot of stuff like you said that goes into it, and I say that all the time. That's that's my logic, so good for you to hand that logic back to me and kind of say, well, wait a minute, take a look in the mirror. I, I completely understand. I'm giving you the generalities. Suppose Love looks somewhat confused and makes some bad throws and, you know, looks good, but in the biggest moments throws the ball away. and You know, things like that, you know, that, that kind of stuff um, is, is what I'm talking about. You know, it's not terrible. But it's not great. It's it's not what we're used to, and it's it's adequate, you know, because that's again, that that's the it's not the it's not outside of the norm of the NFL, but it's outside of the norm of the Green Bay Packers. And at that point in time, when you needed other weapons around Aaron Rodgers, you lit that fuse with Jordan Love. And 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 that's that's you know. That's that's ultimately in two years where we're going to be judging all of this. Because at that point in time, you're five years into this experiment. And if you want to get into the comparisons of Rodgers and Favre, Favre took over and never looked back. Favre started winning right away. Rodgers came in in a very difficult situation, started winning in his first year, didn't win enough, but in his second year, got it rolling. And by the third year, they were winning a championship. You know, you knew. You just knew. But if you're looking at Jordan Love after this year and you're going, oh, man, I don't know if this guy's even got it. You don't see those levels of, of spectacular plays, of the wow plays, of the, the – what, what, what did they call him, Ben? The plays in practice? What were the plays in practice that Jordan Love was exhibiting at the time that Bill Huber said? Oh, uh, the holy bleep throws. The, the holy S throws. You know? If you're not seeing that on the consistent, then you're going, well, you know, holy mackerel. But I, so taking taking what we're talking about today and the angst and the anxiety and all the discussion regarding Rodgers and the Jets and where we're at and coming out of darkness and all those things, 
all that whole lump of as the world, as the Aaron turns. It was all ignited by a choice a couple of years ago to take that quarterback. And if we go fast forward now two years, and that quarterback's not good. Rick says, don't forget, Favre was brutal in his first couple of years in an interception machine. But he won you ball games. I agree with that. Favre was brutal every year because he'd throw picks. He had a good defense to back him up, but Favre always, two or three times a game, gave you the holy S moments. Always. And he was winning you games. And then finally when he got all the reins and he was winning games and he was looking good and Holmgren kind of wrangled him in a little bit after, after his first year, he's diving over the goal line down at County Stadium, beating Atlanta, putting you into the postseason for the first time in a long time. And they never look back. You know? A lot to be said there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. A lot of great discussion today. A lot of what if. Good stuff today. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, hey, don't forget about our friends over at the uh, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Corey, as a matter of fact, Corey Webster, our guy over there, I saw that him and his son, uh, they had a great time going to the Brewers game the other day. Uh, and and I, I love Corey. He's such a nice guy and just a really good guy, and he runs the nonprofit that is the ICHC. And they just announced, just announced Jig Jam coming in a couple of weeks, the ICHC. Go to ICHC.net for more information. Jig Jam is coming. They have great, really, really good concerts coming up. David Howley on April 21st, Frazier and Haas April 23rd. So Jig Jam on the 20th, David Howley on the 21st, April 23rd, Frazier and Haas. So really good musical acts coming to the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. And like I said, we went down, were blown away the night we went to see Cynthian. I had no idea they were that good. Absolutely, positively awesome. Awesome stuff. When Cynthia came to town, I can only imagine that Jig Jam is going to be just as good as well. So stop uh, to the ICHC.net. That's ICHC.net. Or simply call 414-345-8800. 414-345-8800. Get our buddy, uh, a hold of our buddy Corey. Or if you got uh, a wedding, you need a meeting space, whatever, they can help you out there as well. That's the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. 30-plus years and uh, still rocking down there uh, on Wisconsin Avenue. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. A reminder today, you got Bruce Baseball coming up 1240 today. So some of our uh, network stations going to be taken off and heading over to Brewers Baseball. If you want to catch us anywhere and everywhere, go to WOZN, The Zone, Madison, which is our flagship station, 96.7 FM, 1670 AM. Download the app on any one of your mobile devices, and you can find it right there. Again, that's The Zone, Madison, WOZN, 96.7 FM, 1670 AM. You, you see it uh, on the live stream right there, the logo. Download that app, and you can still listen to the program. Or you can always follow us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels show. You can find us uh, on the same thing on Twitch TV. You can find the link over on Twitter and you can also find the link on the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels show. You can find us there as well. But uh, the zone Madison, that is the app you can download. And that's really kind of the best way to best way to track it down. Uh, 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, who we got. Scott listening to us. Scott, how you doing, man? What's going on? 
Doing good, sir. I uh, appreciate your show. Um, so I got a question, and maybe this has been brought up before, but what if that deal's already done? What if the Packers and the Jets said, we're going to wait till the second day of the draft, or we're going to wait till June 1st? Uh, instead of taking one first-round draft pick, we'll take two or a one and a two next year. And mm-hmm. um, and then everybody wins. And they're just sitting back with with their hands folded. And uh, and Bill Michaels wins and uh, Doug Gottlieb yeah. wins and Dan Patrick <laughs> wins because uh, we've got another month and a half of questions. Right. No, I uh, – hey, if, they, uh, if they've already got the deal done – and everybody's just laying low and being quiet, then absolutely. Then if that's what you feel that you can get and, and you've dealt in good faith and you feel like you're getting the most value for the asset that you're giving up, then uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, appreciate the phone call. I, I would not put it out of the realm of possibility. I'm sure that Gudikins wants a first-round draft choice. But you may, you may, that call right there may be the ultimate call. Out of all of this, out of everything that's gone on and out of everything we discussed, that may be the ultimate call right there. This deal may be done. They just haven't crossed the T's and dotted the I's yet. But to 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 that argument, if the deal is done, then why not just make it official? You know? Well, there if could be done, a could be a PR piece there. Where the Jets know Rodgers won't show up. So they're like, you know, let's just do the trade the day before the season. So nobody can get mad at Rodgers for not showing up. They'll get mad at the Packers yeah, for not making the trade. You can't get draft choices for this year. If the deal's done, and I'm good against I want the draft choices now. Because right. if, the, if the Jets say, let's just say they wait. If the Jets then, with the success that they're expected to have, have it, the draft choices that you're going to get are going to be way down. They're going to be further down the totem pole. So that's why if I'm Gudikins, I want this now. While the draft choices are still in a respectable space on the board. Because let's just say, God, God forbid, they win a Super Bowl. And you're going to get a first-round draft choice next year. Well, let's say they win it. Then you're getting the 32nd first-round pick. Yes, you're very correct. I would just find you that know, funny. Right? Oh, no, I agree. Uh, it would be... <laughs> If the Jets wanted to make the, the the Packers look bad, yeah, they could just just drag it out, and the Packers could say, "Well, hey, we got cap relief." But if indeed that deal was done, then why not just announce it? I still think the Packers are holding out for the possibility of the Jets getting a little desperate and saying, "We want to get this thing done," because what they know, the Jets know, you absolutely positively know that come draft day. If the deal isn't done and another team jumps in, it could happen like like that. You know, Lynch could be looking over the fence going, I'll give, you, I'll give you three threes. I'll give you three threes and a first-round draft choice next year. We're going to win it this year. I'll give you three threes right now and a first-round draft choice next year. Boom, done. Done. And the, let, the, and the Jets are left standing there with their junk in their hand. If, if indeed, that's, that's what's going on. Now, if I'm the Jets – I want to get Rodgers in as quickly as possible, knowing that the Packers, if you get past the tra- the, the draft, the Packers are going to hold on until June 1st. So that's the reason the Packers are, you know, like, well, you know, if we get it done, we get it done. We, we just know the value of what we have. I, 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 that's why I just still think the Packers are in the, in, in the catbird seat. 
you know. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, this one is from, uh, who's this from? It's from Gary. Gary says, uh, all this talk about Brian Gutekind's making the choice for Jordan Love. What choice did he have at the time? Remember, the thought was that Father Time had caught up with Aaron Rodgers. It depends on who you talk to. Right? I didn't think he was. I didn't think he had. I thought he had a down year, but I when, when you found out that he had a broken knee at the end of the season press conference, you kind of went, oh, okay, I get it. I didn't think Father Time caught up with I thought every quarterback goes through this. Broken thumb, Just, right? Uh, Not broken. No, yet. no, no, no. A couple of years ago when he made the choice for Jordan Love. Oh, a couple years he ago. Drafted, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, when he drafted Jordan Love, Rodgers had, in the very first game against the Bears, he went down with a knee injury in the first half and then went to the locker room and came back. Right. Played the rest of the year. What we found out about it after the fact was through the first good eight, nine games of the season, he was playing with a a hairline fracture just below in the top of the bone that is right there at your knee. He had a hairline fracture in that bone that was apparently incredibly painful. I can't imagine playing – I can't imagine walking on that, much less playing football on that. And we didn't know about it. And then you went, oh, okay, it explains a lot. Why he didn't have the same mobility, why maybe his throwing stance was off a little bit, you know. And then he goes away after that season. Jordan Love is chosen. Now, whether or not that inspired him to work out harder, but he ended up committing to his legs because he said at the time with the injury he knew that he needed to keep his legs under him to keep his career alive. So he worked out harder than he'd ever had on his legs, on even coming back from the ACL that he had back in college, he said he worked harder on his legs than he ever had. So then you saw the productivity because his legs were under him, his scramble capability was there, he had better throws, more accurate throws, his base was back. And we can say, well, that inspired him to play better because of the Jordan Love pick. Yeah, you're probably right a little bit there, and you're probably right because he ended up working hard on his legs, which just, which just complemented his game. But I – I never thought for a minute that Rodgers was done. I never thought that for a minute. I always felt Rodgers was going to bounce back. Every quarterback has one of those years where it's just like things are off. You know, maybe you didn't do as much in the offseason because you kind of felt like you've arrived or maybe receivers around you were depleted or play calling or, you know, it was all of that. It was all of that. And – you know, then Matt LaFleur comes in, Jordan Love, and the whole thing, and psh, off we go. It's off and running. But I just never – Gudekins thought that, but wouldn't – you would figure Gudekins would have known behind closed doors that Rodgers had the knee. That – I don't know what the severity of it was. I wasn't privy to that. But you, you would have figured he would have known. But he felt that at the time it was the right thing to do. And, it, and Jordan Love was a guy that they had had their eye on. And – so he made the choice. But going back to the comment was he had no choice. Yeah, he had a choice. You could have gone with bolstering the team and helping Rodgers and helping the offense and doing more to put alongside Devontae Adams, or you could have looked towards the future. They chose to look towards the future. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again, 877 867 1670. I, I got to say something real quick over on uh, over on the live stream. Uh, and there's this, this discussion going on about uh, the Packers and about the special teams. And uh, somebody made the comment that Pat O'Donnell wasn't good. What the hell were you watching? Pat O'Donnell, first of all, was a terrific holder. 
He was a good punter, consistent punter all season long. And his hang time was really good. How can you, I, you know, some of these people that come on there and just start arguing and saying all these guys stink and, and Pat O'Donnell wasn't good. I know he's a punter. There's not much you can say about punters. But, oh, my God, he flipped the field continuously, and he was an incredible holder for Mason Crosby. They finally got it all right. The proof is in the pudding just for what Mason Crosby, an aging kicker in the NFL, was able to do consistently as opposed to the year prior. It, w- it wasn't because he suddenly figured out his leg swing. It was because you had a holder that knew what the hell he was doing. Pat O'Donnell was a special teams savior last year, him and Keyshawn Nixon, those two guys. So to say he wasn't good, what the hell are you smoking? Seriously. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. up north four seasons island resorts i mean go back to the uh, the romance of the gangster days it's terrible it's a terrible terrible history but they did hang out up at the four seasons island resort there's a lot of lore up there and uh, whether it's just going because of that or you just want to get away you want to detach maybe play some uh, some golf on the nine hole executive maybe bring your utvs your atvs hit the trails hit the pontoon boats do a little fishing in that area whatever it may be or just lay by the pool Enjoy yourself in the upstairs lounge, downstairs in the Boundary Water Sports Bar, in the Diamond Room, in the uh, in Lily's Ice Cream Parlor. They have so much on the island, and come summertime, they have waterfall tours and such as well. It is just really, really cool. Check out our friends at Four Seasons Island Resort. Call Barb for reservations, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Use the promo code MICHAELS15. Get 15% off your stay right then and there. It's that simple. With the Four Seasons Island Resort, and if you're looking for a place to take your team, get away, meeting space, things like that, you can even reserve the whole island. You can do that for their 50 rooms if you got that big of a, a group going. And weddings are fantastic there. So all of that, Four Seasons Island Resort and their sister resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, Pine Mountain with Timberstone Ski and Golf Resort as well. Again, call Barb, one phone number, 715-938-5110, 715 938 5110 and use the promo code Michaels15. It's that simple. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. And again, don't forget, coming up in just a little bit, a lot of our stations are going to take off. They're going to head over to Brewers Baseball. So make sure you download the app. Get the zone. W-O-Z-N. The Zone Madison. Download it on your mobile device. Check us out at thebillmichaels.com over on your laptop or your PC or your desktop, whatever that happens to be. Uh, t- uh, check it out. Oh, we got Mike Renner from Pro Football Fo- Focus going to join us coming up next. We're going to talk a lot of NFL draft stuff with him. If you have draft questions, send them over. You can hit me up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us uh, via the, the live stream uh, and go there, whether it's on YouTube, on Twitch TV, Facebook, Twitter, what have you. Get on the live stream. You can shoot some questions there as well. If you got anybody you want me to particularly ask about, Feel free, but Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus, the NFL draft analyst, he's going to be joining us coming up just after the top of the hour in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I do have uh, an email I wanted to get to, because, and I got a bunch of them, don't get me wrong, but I did have a couple of them uh, that are sitting here. This one is from uh, from Jace. And Jace, I'm going to talk some brewers coming up here in a little bit, I, I promise you, but he also wanted to know, 
Uh, would the Packers rather have a couple of twos or, say, three threes and a one? I think I would take the 49ers deal. Now, again, Jace, the 49ers deal is a rumor. It's it's nothing more than that. There's just some just some discussion. There's like if they would decide to jump into this. There's nothing really hard hardcore confirmed out there. So it's it's I'm not taking this as gospel. There's just a lot of what if going on right now. That's it. So don't don't look at it and run to your friends saying, hey, did you hear what the 49ers offered? Because that's not there. Okay. Just so we are we're all coming correct on this. We have two more hours, two down, two more to go. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this.